Welcome back to another episode of Black Ice Reality Check Hot Vegas Nights episode. We have a single lady on here that's 23, Shelby Verdun. Is that how you pronounce it? Verdun. Verdun, sorry. Oops. I know your parents are watching too. Yes, Can we say are. a shout out to mom and dad? Hi, mom. Hi, dad. All right, good. I'm the good guy. Don't show up here with a shotgun, dad. <laughs> right? Well. Okay, right on. So um, I'm excited. We do these episodes, and <clears throat> basically what this episode is about, we're interviewing and meeting with single women in the Vegas area that are either looking to date or have dated or why they're single, what they're looking for in their life. And so we have this guest on here that... Uh, we had a chance to meet, and we talked a little bit. She said, yeah, I'd love to be on your podcast. So let's start off with you. So tell people your, your age. You're 23 years old. Yep. And what, what, is your, what is your background? Like, what do you do for a living primarily? Um, so right now, I just got recently let go from my <clears throat> detailing job. Um, so right now, I'm just focusing on getting back into school. I'm okay. going to go back to school to be an EMT. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm super excited. So about wait a minute, that. you detailed cars? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Really? Yeah, So from start to finish. So we'd get cars that were just completely trashed, and we'd have to vacuum them out. Like and... for auctions and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. So like we're abandoned cars, you got to like, mm-hmm. like, you know those YouTube videos they have where these people like take some car that's been sitting in a field for yeah. a, a year? Yeah. That type of stuff? Yeah. Wow. We do repos, we do all that, rentals. Were you part of the repos? No. Okay. Okay. I was going to say, wow. I like, Hey, this lady wants me to give me her keys. What do I do? Right. Right. That's pretty dangerous stuff. I think repos, right? Oh yeah. hundred percent. I wouldn't do that. And then you had told me, I want to, I want to find out if this is true. You had told me that you like work on cars too. Yeah. Um, me and my father, we just replaced the IMRC control arm and my intake manifold. See, you lost me. That's Chinese, right? I a control arm. I know what that is, but yeah. So that's like an electronic. So it's the it's the arm that allows the valves to open up. And you were, you did the work. Yeah, me and my dad did. Wow. Yeah. That's insane. I mean, to give credit to YouTube, you know, good old YouTube mechanic. Right, but, but you should have a YouTube uh, channel where you're working on cars. Yeah. You'd like you'd get a million followers. You think so? Oh, one hundred percent. Your, your dad's like, no, don't let her be. A, no, but seriously, you know, a, a, a attractive girl having a YouTube channel working on cars. That's right. like, that's all that's American 100%. Right. right? Yeah. So now you, you told me, so you're not, you're single. Yes. Very. Okay. Very, very. very. Um, what that you've dated. Oh, I knew you're young. Yeah. <clears throat> so you've been, have you been in a long-term relationship before? Uh, yeah, you could say that. How, how long is long? Um, on and off for four years. Four years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you've been with like one guy primarily as an adult. Uh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's good. I mean, it's good to a point because yeah. <clears throat> I know mom and dad are watching, but I'll get into this. So there's a thing called pair bonding. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I talked to a lot of young women about this. The trend now is. All these women are like, oh, I'm going to sleep with more guys. And I'm like, no, don't do that. Because the likelihood of you pair bonding with a man, which means getting along with a man, you're you're connecting with a man. After you've been with six men physically, Mm -hmm. the chances of pair bonding with a man drop down to 25%. Right. Now, you come from a nuclear family. Your mom and dad have been together forever. Yes. Which is probably why you were raised in a a good home. Mm -hmm. So the question is, your, your dad works. Does your mom stay home? Yes. She, so when I, me and, me and my sister were younger, uh, she was a stay-at-home mom, and then she took care of her parents until my grandpa passed away back in November. Um, so right now she's just basically doing a whole bunch of DIYs on the house, getting the house in order. Okay. Got it. Got yeah. it. So you, you had this guy for four years. What happened? What didn't happen? And you don't have to use question. his name. I don't want you no, to use his I'm, name. He's not worth it. We're not here to throw him under the exactly. bus, right? We no, just want to. I don't wish ill on any of my um, my exes. Yeah. All your exes? How many exes? Um, four. So you've been with four men. Um, one one girl, but uh, okay, no, that's fine. Yeah. So so th- this guy, talk about it. Um, he had a lot of mommy issues, and he was like broken. And this was back, like, before I was diagnosed bipolar. I just got diagnosed back in November. And, you know, it was just a lot of his family and him not being able to communicate his feelings properly or him acting out irrationally or just constantly overthinking. Like, our whole relationship could have been, was great. And then he would, I'd leave him alone for, like, two seconds, like, would be busy doing something and he'd freak out. 
and like wow. think I was off doing something else. Wow. Yeah. So he had separation anxiety. Uh, yeah. Now, did he come from a single uh, uh, parent household? So his mother um, left him when he was like three years old. Okay. Um, there we so go. There we go. He so, had to go back and forth between his dad's house and his grandparents' house. So it was just a lot of right. chaos at a young age. So as a young man growing up, I had a similar situation where what young men tend to do is they'll go find a, uh, a suitor or a partner mm-hmm. and they're looking to, uh, they subconsciously looking for a mom. Yes. Yeah. And I, I do bring very motherly instincts into a relationship. You know, I, I cook, I clean, I, I do just about everything. Wow. And you know, like if say for like, he needed his smog done on his Mustang. So <laughs> I'm, I'm know, laughing in a good way. Yeah, it's like yeah. you have an attractive girl that works on cars that, that cooks and cleans. That... Well, it's funny too. Cause I got my Mustang after we broke up. Okay. So it was kind of like a slap in the face to him. Like you could have had this, but you wanted to go do all the other stuff. Yeah. And you know, he, there's, he cheated on me with like a 35 year old. And so he went for the MILF, like yeah. the, the older lady. Yeah. And then he told me that I, he like gaslighted me into believing that it was my fault. He cheated. So, so let, let, let's go down this road for a minute. Here's, okay. here's, here's what you have to understand about men. Okay. Young men don't bring any value to the table at 18. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is men are judged by their success by mm-hmm. women to a point. Okay. And, and, and you gotta, you, you can't take this out of context. Right. Women, sexual marketplace value is their peak is 24 years old. Mm-hmm. That's the best a woman's going to necessarily look to a point. Perfect. Men judge women based on their looks. 100%. Women judge men based on their success. Mm-hmm. Young men at 18 years old don't have anything. They have no abode. They have no home. They Generally, yeah. I'm talking about the majority. So there's nothing of value. So when you're young, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I met a cute boy. That's what you say. Right. But that only lasts so long. As you get no. more mature as a woman, what happens is your parents are like, well, is he going to be able to take care of you? Right. Is he going to, are you guys going to be okay? Or mm-hmm. are you guys going to be living in our basement the rest of our life? Right. If you had a basement in Vegas, where I'm from in Seattle, there's basements. Right. So what happens is your parents are in a nuclear family setting where the dad went out and slayed the dragon every day, mm-hmm. provided the best he could for his family. Mm-hmm. Your mom took care of, she was CEO of the house, yep. right? She took care of the home mm-hmm. and you guys they had great marriage, you know, it's up and downs. Yeah. But then they look at your future husband and go, is this guy going to take care of my baby girl? Right. So what happens is men's sexual marketplace value is 35 to 40. That's when their income generally peaks. Mm -hmm. Okay. They've established probably equity in a home. They've got some 401k, maybe some retirement, maybe some other investments. Mm -hmm. Maybe they have investments into uh, a business. Right. Right. And they've, they've kind of not necessarily peaked out, but they've, they're generally making the most money they're going to make. And it can go up into the fifties. Now what happens as the woman gets older, Mm -hmm. Then her, her value, not as an individual. Now I got to make this clear because I always go through this with DMS 24 seven, the value of a human being is priceless. Mm -hmm. Your total marketplace value as a person is based on your character, right? But your sexual marketplace value as a woman drops as soon as you get into thirties. Now we call it hitting the wall Mm -hmm. and it's not based on looks necessarily, but it's also based on your character. But what happens is a lot of the younger women in your generation, what we're seeing is they're going out partying. I like, I liked your Instagram. Mm -hmm. Did you put her Instagram up on there? Okay. Your Instagram, you didn't have your ass out, your tits out. You weren't twerking at the club. Very wholesome. Right. Okay. I'm glad you said that. But what they're doing is they're out partying 24 Mm seven. Then they get to 28, 29 and all of a sudden they have an epiphany like, wait a minute. Uh, okay. I I need to slow down. Now I got to get a guy. Now they've been used and abused and they've been through their body counts, 20, 30 men. Right. Right. And now they're like, okay, now I'm ready to settle down. And guess what the 35 year old's doing? He's looking for the 25, 26, 27 year old like yourself that hasn't been used and abused, hasn't been out there right. twerking at the clubs. I'm not saying don't go out and have a good time, right. but you've seen some of the girls. Yeah. They're in Dubai. They're in Bali. They're in Australia. Right. They're in uh, Playa del Carmen, right? They're in Malibu. And you're like, you know, a guy is paying for that. Oh, hundred percent. And the problem is men don't want to be with a woman that's been with a lot of men. Exactly. Now they'll sleep with you. Yeah. They'll sleep with you. 
but they're not going to settle down because they know that you're a liability and not an asset. Exactly. So the the thing you got to realize is you have a value to bring, but you have to find somebody that's at that point where as young as he is, he's still out and about. Yeah. He's 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 spreading his seed. Yeah, it was just it got to a point where like we broke things off back in January and it was a fully on me because it was just kind of got to a point where like he didn't manage his money properly. You know, he would have bills due. He'd be asking people for money. And then another big thing for me was is that everything that he did to me, like the cheating, the lying, everything like that, he would go back and tell his family it was reversed. So he would tell his family that I cheated on him. And then that made his family what? Not, like not like me anymore. Sure. So it's just hard to be in a relationship with someone <clears throat> that's when his when you're at dinner with him and his dad's text, texting you, oh, you taking the trash out tonight? And so it's just like, how can I be with someone like that? Right, right. And well, and, and again, especially in this economy, where wherever America's going, I mean, our dollars drop in value, um, you know, countries aren't respecting us. It, you're going to see more and more. I, I just, I've read an article that 17% of Americans, 17% of Americans can afford to live on one income. That's crazy. So these young men... A lot of them don't have the fine. It, yeah, he's, he's, he's got an income issue and a spending problem, right? Mm -hmm. Probably. But also, right now, for a person to live on their own. It's outrageous. It's outrageous. Yeah, we all, me, him, and my um, best friend, Nick, we all got an apartment together back in May of last year. We had to break our lease because inflation just went up. It, went, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, and so so what's happening is you're seeing the uh, empty nesters, which is a term that... that you know, in your 50s as adults, your your children go off and leave the nest, mm -hmm. right? 18, 19, 20. That's how it used to be, mm -hmm. right? But now they're staying at home mm -hmm. because they can't afford to live. They're giving their moms rent. They're helping out yeah. around the home. Mm -hmm. You know, where I'm from, the Seattle mowing the lawn that grows, you know, you grow a foot of grass every day. Right. Right. It's insane. Here, I don't have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's the cost of living is, is tough. So how long have you been single for? Well... Like I said, we broke things off in January, but we weren't together. We were just kind of, you know, that weird stage of like not being together, but you guys aren't technically single. Um, but I've, I would personally say about six months. Six months? Yeah, okay. And this is the longest I've been single since being in relationships because all my relationships have been back to back. Right. Um, but, you know, I figured I on my newfound freedom, I've realized that if you don't give the give a person the power to hurt you. Right. Then they can't hurt you. Sure. You know, and you just need to not like the reason I got hurt so much is because I had high expectations for these people and they wouldn't they wouldn't come through with it. You know, so it just got to a point where I'm just like, you know, if, if I'm talking to a guy and he's able to break down the first <clears throat> layer, I'm kind of like an onion. Like I have very I have many layers. Mm -hmm. Um if he breaks down that first layer, it's just kind of like I've hit the brakes because it's just like, okay, are you going to be like everyone else and get to know me and then just dip? You know what I mean? Right. And it's just, it's real frustrating. So lately I just haven't been like, if someone wants to talk to me, I'm not opposed to having a conversation with them, but I'm just not interested in finding someone because I'm still trying to navigate this new world of being bipolar and I've done a lot of reflecting by being alone mm -hmm. and how my toxic traits that I do have, and I know I have them, how I can work on them for future, for my future relationship, you know, being able to communicate accordingly and not getting so heated in the moment, just taking a break and stepping back from it. Right. But you're aware. Yeah. This is the key. And, and I, I, I want to address this. You're aware of your challenges. Of course. Okay. I don't want to say a problem because no, it's, it's a problem. problem when you don't address it. Yes. It's a challenge that you need to learn how to live with mm -hmm. and work with yeah. if you're cognizant of it. Mm -hmm. And that's the key because I've been in relationships where that individual was aware that they had the problem but didn't address it. Right. Do you, are you with me? Yeah. No, I, I get it 100%. I've, I've lived with this ever since I, I just got diagnosed back when I was 22. But what I want you to do. It's been a while. This is what I want you to do. You were diagnosed with it, but but get that out of your mind. It doesn't define who I am. Great, good. That's my I know point. That, but I, but, in order for me to have a successful way of living, I have to <clears throat> overcome these challenges that I do face with having my disorder. 
Okay. And I, but I don't let it define me. You know, I meet someone and right off the bat, I tell them like, hey, listen, because it's not something I want to hide. So let me ask you this. What challenges did that present to you in a relationship? Um, oh my goodness. It was a constant roller coaster. I'd be in a great mood and then something like, slightest thing would happen so were you having me off okay but but are you when you when you have challenges in a relationship you're arguing Mm -hmm. do you say uh you have to accept me being honorary to you because i'm bipolar No, no no um i haven't been in a relationship since being diagnosed so back when i didn't know what i was dealing with i it was just that's just who i was my mom says i'm a horse of many colors um so it was just like the tiniest thing would set me off and I would just go off for whatever reason. And I was the type of person in a relationship that when something bothered me, I just kind of like swept okay. it under the rug and just until it got bottled up and it would just kind of explode all okay, over. Okay, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. There's a thing called neurologic programming. I mm-hmm. just talked about this on another episode. Do you go to counseling? Yeah, I Okay, yeah. so uh, your psychologist, a mm-hmm. therapist, therapist, should know about neural language pr- programming. Now, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, neural linguistic programming. Under the, the section that falls under, it's called reframing. Mm-hmm. What a reframing is, they learn to work with you and address issues that trigger you emotionally. Yeah. Because women by nature l- live on emotion. Are you with me? Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not knocking women. I'm just right. saying guys are logical. Like when your mom's like, you know, she, she'll, she'll ask your dad a question. He comes back with logic. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to hear that. Right. She's on emotions. Right. Right. And he's like, no, technically the flex capacitator and the, <laughs> the, she's like, what? No, you just need to tell me this. Right. Right. Or you're watching a movie and she's asking him questions and he's like, babe, I'm watching the same movie. I have no idea. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So I make a joke. I tell my girlfriend, look, don't, you can only watch PG 13. Ours too complicated. Okay. Right. Cause she asked me 30 questions in five minutes, right. but she's acting on her emotions. Yeah. And so neuro linguistic programming focuses on five areas. One of them is called re- reframing. Mm-hmm. And so your therapist can work with you on that. It's how do you look at a topic that triggers you? And how to look at it in a different light? Yeah. Instead of the front of the hand, the back of the hand, and then how to work around the emotions? Yeah, I've I've done that personally. Okay. I have. Um, another thing I thought was interesting that my therapist made me like she gave me homework one day was um, what were they called? Um, distortive. It's where like how your brain cognitive distortions. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Yep. And she gave me homework. And so I obviously took it home, showed my parents or whatever. And every time I started like thinking a certain way and I was doing it out loud, my mom would run over to the paper and be like, uh, this is the one you're doing right now. So it made me very aware of being in that mindset and how it's unhealthy to be in that mindset. Okay. Okay. So it's also another thing that so I've done. So here's what I want to, I, I always talk to people about, and this is the modern day that we live in. And this is, uh, I like, I like having you on this podcast and, and I say this in a positive light. You're 23 years old. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I'll get women in their thirties that don't get it. Right. They're bitter. So this is what I'm going to tell you. Your parents, right. And my parents or grandparents, they got married in their early twenties or their teens. Right. Mm-hmm. And then what happens now is you'll see women like yourself, mm-hmm. young lady, wait and wait. Right. Because they're going through through stuff. Right. Right. But you you say you're not looking, which I get, but you should always be available in your mind oh, for no, the right 100%. person. No, 100%. I'm just... Be- because what happens is... Mm-hmm. You'll see on TikTok, you've seen it on Instagram, 41 years old, they're doing the dance. I'm available. I just got divorced. And the 41-year-old thinks that when she was your age, because mm-hmm. I've seen this growing up, mm-hmm. okay, when they were your age, they attracted everybody. Right. Right? Then they they get divorced or they're married or they're single or they're now they're career women or whatever. And then they get to 41 or 40 years old and they expect to get what they got 
looking like you. It's not like that. It doesn't happen. No. And then there's no good men. Men are assholes. They're they're all pigs. Blah blah well, blah. I feel that way now. But 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 you, but you gotta but understand this. Look, men, and I'll I'll say this. There's two types of guys. Okay. There's high value men, mm-hmm. right? And then there's the average guy. And there's nothing wrong with average men. Right. But you gotta understand. And I'm gonna say this, and it's gonna be hard for you to to digest this. Women, when they cheat, it's based on an emotional connection, yep. generally. Mm-hmm. Generally. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, 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 the husband's wife was at work with a guy, and, and the husband and her were fighting, whatever, and then she built this relationship with this guy, and then they went to lunch, and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and then she accidentally slept with him, right? And then she's like, oh, my God. Right. Guys are different. Yeah, 100%. But when you're dealing with men that have a lot of options... They're going to go and do it regardless. Right. So, the, but, but here's the problem. There's a, there's a flip of the coin. Young men are, are were full of testosterone. Of when I was 18 years old, it was, I was saluting 24 <laughs> seven. All I thought about was, you know, it's all the guys thought about was beer and women. Like it, it's funny. Cause I made a joke, but now it's kind of funny now because of the Bud Light advertisement, right. the Dylan, right. The yeah, yeah. transgender gal. Mm-hmm. My friend and me had this joke and we go to the counselor in high school. Okay. And they said you're going to lean and 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 go towards what you think about all the all the time, right? Like what you think about 24/7. Right. And guys and don't it, think with this head. No, no, no. And and she's like the counselor's like, "What do you like to do?" "Oh, mm-hmm. I like women." Right. And Budweiser. I'm going to be a bud girl, right? Like you're going to evolve into what you want. That's all guys think about. They're 18. So here's what happens. Men at 18 are on a a sex run because we were built to breed. Of course. You know, biblically, you know, God says be with one person, Mm -hmm. but we're animals. Men are simple. Food, fun, effing, and football. That's it. Leave us alone. Don't talk too much. Uh, You know, uh, make us a sandwich. And and men, all men want is respect, Mm -hmm. right? And peace. That's all men want. Men are easy. Women can get complicated around that because mm-hmm. of emotional needs. I get that. But then you get the guys that are going in their 30s, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're kind of slowing down. I'm not going to go to the clubs, the bars anymore, whatever. Right. So my question to you is, what, what are you looking for in a man? What does that guy need to look like? Identify that guy. And if you haven't, mm-hmm. you oh, need I to have. do, okay, oh, so I, you got I this have. down. Okay, yes. so how old, what's the oldest the guy has to be? 25. Okay, now here we got a challenge because mm-hmm. the guy doesn't have any money yet. Right. You got, well, see, my, I'm not telling you to date an older no, no, guy. Right. But 25-year-olds. I mean, I've gone after 27-year-olds. Okay, right. So, I mean, I'm not a – like, 27 is like my cutoff. Like, I won't go any older than that. Okay. But just I don't know. Like, my typical guy is someone that's sweet and caring and attentive, you know, and someone that understand like, a big problem in my last relationship was I told him that, hey, I got diagnosed with this, and he didn't bother going out of his way to do any research on it to help him understand better. You know, I want someone that's going to be like, okay, so you're feeling this way, so how can we keep you from feeling this way ever again? You know what I mean? And someone tall. I'm, I'm pretty tall. Okay, so here we go. I would like someone tall. How tall? Six feet? Uh, Yeah. Okay, how much money do they need to make? It doesn't, they just need to make money. But they got to be a provider. Well, yeah, of course they need to okay, be a provider. So, so but this I'm also, I was growing up in a household where, yes, dad went out and made the money and mom stayed at home. But my mom's also raised me to be independent and not have to rely on a man. Okay, but here's the problem. That mindset is what hurts you in a relationship because it's not about relying on a man. If you're independent in a relationship, you're independent. Right. Right. Your parents are codependent on each other. Mm-hmm. It's funny. And I, I know, I know what your mom meant, mm-hmm. but at the same time, your dad's not independent. Your mom's not independent. They're codependent. Yeah. That's a relationship. You can't go in a relationship thinking I'm independent. I don't need a man. Right. No, that's not how I think. I just like, if I was to never find anyone, let's like, for example, if I was to never find anyone, I would be, I wouldn't be happy, obviously, because we need that companionship right. because we're humans. But I know that I would be good because I am capable of being dependent on myself. Okay. Um. So, I mean... So, so do you want to, so do you want to get married one day? Yeah. I want to be married by the time I'm 26 and have my first kid by the time I'm 28. Okay. Do you want to, uh, raise your children or do you want daycare? Oh, I want to raise my children. Okay. Not your, not your, I know mom and dad want to be grandparents, but, but not yet. Okay. But do you want to go to work and leave your baby with, with daycare? For the first year, first couple years? No, I'd want to stay at home. Okay. So, so Back to your question, what you asked me, I would like them to make at least enough to support me 
when I decide to make that decision to raise my child. Okay, so what does that look like? Probably 100. 100K, okay. Or two. So now, here we go. You ready? Mm-hmm. Six feet tall, six-figure income. Uh-huh. Six-pack abs. I'm joking, but I'm not, okay? It's the, it's hey, the dad joke. Hey, bots are in right now. I, but they're in for a reason. Right. Because... Most of the women say that because they can't get the guy that's in shape that makes six figures, six six pack abs. Now, hear me out. You just described a guy that's six feet tall, six pack or six six figure income. Sorry, that's the top twelve percent in America. Mm-hmm. Now, out of that, they got to be single. Obviously, I would hope so. Right, but ninety percent of the women are going after that same guy. Oh no, hundred percent. So for you. You've already addressed that you can cook and clean. Oh, yep. You've I can al- work on cars. You can work on cars, but that guy will probably take his car to the dealership to probably. be serviced, like I just did. Right. Because the new cars you can't work on. No, you can't. I've tried it. And That's it's why like, mine's an 07. Right, right. No, and I'm a I'm a muscle car guy. I like the 66 Chevelles. Uh, I like the 55 Chevys. Uh, I, you know, I had a, a big block of Chevelle. That was me. But I drive the new cars, right. which... I don't want to touch a button because it, it, you know, you my car know does. Yeah. I need it, it. I took my car to the Mercedes dealership and it needed exorcism. I, they were going to call a priest from the Vatican. It's like, dude, what's this thing doing? She's talking to me. There's no accident. And the lights were going off that scream. I'm like, whoa. Right. So mm. you can't work on it. But here's what I'm telling you. You, you have potential. You're attractive. Thank you're you. feminine. That's the key. Right, because oh, I don't look like this every day. No, no, but no, feminine isn't based on look; it's based on mindset. Like mm-hmm. you don't have a masculine personality. Okay. Because what happens is men don't want an argue, argumentative, combative woman, a boss bee. Right. They don't want to deal with that because the high value men, which he is in a sense, top ten percent income, he wants a woman that's going to be submissive to the cause of the family. Yeah. Okay. When I say that, that's a negative word sometimes to women, right? Submissive. Oh, I'm not going to listen to a man. I don't mind it. Right. But he, but he's also got to treat you like a queen. Obviously. So for him, he's going to go out and work. He's going to provide, protect for the family. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he's going to want you to cook, clean, and take care of the household. Mm-hmm. And together you guys can elevate your game. Mm-hmm. So you have a 90% better advantage than most of the women I talk to. Because most of the women on these shows want, they want it all. Modern day women want it all. I'm literally just, I'm like bare minimum. No, but like, this is. And then, and then some, because I know my worth and I know I'm worth exactly. more than just the bare minimum. But you know, I've, at this point in my life, I'm just kind of going with the flow. And if some, I've gotten to a point where I'm not going out looking anymore. Well, you, you should know? look. That's you all I've look. ever done is go out, gone out and look. But you have, you I'm have value. I'm waiting for them to come to me. Yeah, you have value, but you also have to be receptive. Yeah. Right. Um. Because if you're not open to people approaching you uh, to a point, then, you know, you're 23, you got three years, so you want to have kids in three years or be married in three years? Be married. Okay, yeah. So that guy that you're looking for is out there, and they're looking for a woman like you. And they just have to have the same values as me. What are your values? Just typical, you know? Mm. I mean, like the morals of everything and because i'm i'm not the type of girl like i'm telling you this right now i i can have a sneaky link and but i have a emotional connection with them right right? sorry mom and dad um but then like i'm not the type of person that can go out to a bar meet someone hook up and then never talk to i'm not that person well women generally women don't do that but 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 the 304s will that's you know what that means 304 that means i don't want to say it but that's a uh, H W H O. Yeah. So, uh, I don't want to get demonetized, but, um, there's women that do that. Either they're mm-hmm. drinking too much or, you know, whatever. And this I, one I stand. Have, I've known people that have done that. And I'm just like, I mean, if that's what you want to do, then you do that. Yeah. But I'm just not that like, and the thing is that makes me the most like irritated about dating in this generation is I am good enough to sleep with, but I'm not good enough to have a relation, be in a relationship with. You would not believe how many situationships I have been in, two week trials, whatever you want to call them, because I all they want to do is get in my pants. Which most most guys do. And it's it's so, but like I'm the type of person that if I already have an emotional connect emotional connection with you, and you were just like, hey, what's up? You know, I'm gonna obviously I'm nine times out of ten I'm gonna reply to that because we already have an emotional connection. But if you're just, I can't stand that guys just can't be up for like upfront and honest about it because like, if you're not looking for a relationship, cool, just be honest with me. Okay. So I have a question. This, this is bringing me to the next area. 
if let's say you were with a multimillionaire. Hold on. What? No, because people that make a lot of money aren't monogamous. That's that's true because they have options. Exactly. I don't want to be with someone that so, has but, options. But but you're going to be with a top ten percent man. I don't care. But that's what that person's going to have accessibility to. I don't care. So if you don't want that, nope. Then you're both going to have to work. That's fine. Okay. So then then that changes your outlook, right? Mm -hmm. So the six figures might not be viable. I'm not saying that all men cheat. But right. but all all men, high value men have accessibility. They have options. Exactly. Right. So you have to realize that okay, he might be an average guy. Mm -hmm. He might not make six figures, mm -hmm. and you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So to provide for you to get like nowadays the the you know it's expensive to live, right? Oh yeah. So that money when you have a child, and you're looking at the cost of living and and income and all that stuff. I mean, you're looking at seven, eight grand, 10 grand if you want to have a good lifestyle. Yeah. You see what I mean? It's mm -hmm. a conflict. Yeah. So you have to understand men, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it, right? Right. So they're going to do it regardless. Yeah. You know, just in their nature. But women too can do that. Oh, no, 100%. I'm right? not saying women, women don't. No, they definitely do. So it's not this one. <laughs> right. So what are you going to do? For, so what are you going to do for a career? What do you, what's your deal? What you want to um, be EMT? EMT, yes. Okay. Be in the back of ambulances going to accidents. And you went to you're going to go to school for this. Mm -hmm. How long is school? Six months. And then and then you start off and, and you, then they place me in a firehouse making anywhere from twenty seven to thirty five dollars an hour. Okay. Okay. So and so I'm sure then once my money is growing, my more, like thought process of having a non average guy, high valued guy will change. Right, but because, but, but but you see, you see where we're going. Yeah, it's basically all in the view of from it's from your perspective of how you're sitting in your life right now. And and here's the worst part: your your ex boyfriend didn't make any money and cheated on you. No. So that's why I said. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's going to happen regardless. Right. So you might as well go for the big money. <laughs> I'm just saying, right? I guess it's more beneficial that right? way. But, I mean, you know. But money-wise, now, now what about the emotional connection? Because I'm sorry, but as soon as you cheat on me, like, bye. Deuces. I don't care how much money you make or how much money you give me. Mm -hmm. You can give me $20,000 every time you but, see but me. Do you, do you, but do you, do you realize, in this, and this is where it gets really controversial, and I've had several talks on this. Do you realize that men, when they cheat, it's not because they don't love you? No, I know. So It's, it's because we're not fulfilling a, a need. No, no, no. It's not that at all. What is it? That's how we were built. If you go back, and I'm not saying, okay, I'm not saying it's, I'm right. not saying they're, it's morally they're, right. They're or, hardwired. But like, to... like, like, if you, if you go back, um, if you go back thousands, thousands of years, right? Kings had concubines, mm -hmm. right? Um, all these, all these famous, you know, Alexander the Great, right? Mm -hmm. All these people of high valued men had multiple girlfriends. Of course. Genghis Khan had six wives, mm -hmm. right? And so if you look at some of the some of the people in the Bible had 700 wives and, and 600 concubines. The point is, is that it's not about that you're not fulfilling a need. Right. It's a driven instinct biologically in men, even but though they, I don't agree with it. I also choose to do it, though. Right. You they have can, a choice. You have a conscience. Right. You're like, OK, I have a woman at home that does everything that I want her to do and everything like that. But I'm still going to go out and do this even though it's going to hurt her if she finds out. That's why they do everything they can not for you to find out. Yeah, well, they really, they suck at it. The girls well, are FBI agents. We're yes, going to find out Yes, about they it. are, but then don't be one. You know, <laughs> you know what? You got <laughs> right? a point there. Right? Nine times out of ten, when you go looking for something, you're going to find something. Okay, so, so I have a question, and this isn't related to you because your Instagram is pretty plain Jane. Yeah. If you had a, a your boyfriend, was he, hard, was he liking other girls' Instagram? Yeah. Okay, so let's say... You, did that bother you? No. See, that's good. I don't care. That's good because I had I had girls on the show that they, oh I don't like it that he hearts other. I said, but that's guys like, are hearting yours. I've heard I've heard so many horror stories about social media with relationships. Like, oh my girlfriend made me unfollow every girl I followed on Instagram. Like, no, there's no point in that. Like at the end of the day, you're the one he's coming home to. Who cares? Even if it's a bikini photo that he's liking, like who cares? Like it's honestly, you scroll through Instagram, you're not seeing who's posting it. You're just seeing if it's a nice photo. And if you happen to like the photo, then you're going to double tap. It's out of habit. That's how Instagram works. So so beside the man cheating, who wouldn't you not date? I mean, 27 is your limit, but who would you not date? Who would I not date? Why would you not date a guy if, if he was, uh, let's say he's under 27 years old. Okay, like, gotta give me an age. 
He's 27. Okay. Why wouldn't you not date the guy? What would cause you to say no? Because you, do you get approached weekly? I don't go out enough. <laughs> do you go to the store? You go, look, okay. okay when here, I here's, go, here's when the thing. I go out to like the bars and stuff. Not a bar. My, can, no. Be, okay. So then, no, I don't get approached because I have this thing called a resting bitch face, and it's very intimidating. So people don't want to walk up and talk to me. Why and I'm okay you, with why that. Why don't you smile? Because I just don't. I don't but you're know. smiling now. Yeah, because I'm not gonna fake a smile. No, I know, but 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 I'm not uh, just gonna walk around all day like what's well, that's creepy. No, it's not. Not yes, if you're happy. Is. Why you can be happy? Though. I can be happy and have no emotion on my face. Are you a social person? Depends do you have Do you have to drink to be social? I don't drink. Okay, so you don't drink. So you go. Who do you go to the bars with? Uh, my uh, best friend Sammy. Girl. Yeah. Okay. So, do you get approached at bars? Yes. Okay. So do you turn down all these guys that approach you? Yeah, I actually had this one guy approach me, and he was like the CEO of this tech business. Verified on Instagram and everything. Why'd you say no? Just wasn't interested. The, it, we didn't click. Okay. There was no spark. You, so, okay. You there expect, was no butterfly You expect feeling. a spark right away. I mean, we talked for like five hours at the bar. Okay, do you have any guy friends? I have one. Okay. Are you guys close? Yes, but he, I know where you're going with No, this. no, you don't. You build we, you build a relationship with a guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but him and I are, like, strictly friends. I didn't say that. Not my type, but... But it took you a while to build that bond. Not really. Okay. Just, so if you if you got in a relationship, would you still be friends with this guy? Of course. So do you think that would get in the way of your relationship? Nope. Why? Because I'm very communicative, and so is Nick, about what this is i'm not obviously if look if my significant other doesn't like me hanging out with him alone i can respect that but just like if he has if he had a really good close girl that was a friend mm -mm. i wouldn't want them hanging out i don't have girls that are friends i mean you do you boo but but but, <laughs> but the problem is you can't guys can't be friends with girls to a point that friend of yours is a friend of yours because you Told him your friends. I mean, he did try getting at me, but I I, I turned him okay, off. Okay, okay, stop. I was stop. like, no, absolutely not. Your friend tried getting with you. Yeah, a while ago, like a while, a while ago. But be hear what I'm saying. Here, here, here are your rational yeah. thoughts, babe. I'm dating. I'm dating a. I, I've got a girl that's a friend that wants to fuck me. Let's right. call a spade a spade. Right. But I said no. Right. But I'm going to continue to talk to her while I'm in a relationship with you. Right. That doesn't go over well. No, okay. Uh, yeah, well, let me, right? But I'm not also going to just cut off my friend just because my my significant other wants to think that there's something going on. But if your mom had a guy friend like that and your dad wouldn't put up with that. Well, there's there's this thing called trust in a relationship. But still, it's disrespectful to the man. Well, I mean, that's just, I guess it just depends on each other's point of views and you guys have to sit down and communicate about it. Right. So, so what I'm where you guys are, both are coming from. Right. So this is a good area we're in. This is a topic because men find that disrespectful. If they're a girl or woman or wife or whatever, significant other has a relationship with a guy friend, let alone the guy friend wanted to get with them. Right. Now that's a violation. That's a code 31. No. I'm joking. Code 31 right. red flag, right? It's a, it's, it's not even a code four. If it became a problem in my relationship, I would, pro I would, I would knock it. Yeah, I would because he's coming to me saying, Hey, you know, I don't really like that you're friends with him. Okay. So let's not do that anymore. Type yeah. And I'm not talking about you're dating dude to figure it out. Once you date the guy, okay, you're dating him. Then you get a serious relationship. Then it's like, okay, babe, look, here's the deal. I know, you know, and this is just me. Right. This is just me. And most high value men, most men that they're, they're successful think the same way. Where I don't look, I don't want to hang out with no pun intended. I don't have women as friends. I don't have time for that. Right. There's no value. I, like I have, I have, come on. I, I got a girlfriend. I'm not going to hang out with some pretty girl. Right. I'm a guy. What, you know, what's a, what's the value? What's the ROI? What's I'm busy. You're busy. But if, if I start, if I, and I, I start dating a, a girl, she's like, I have this guy friend and he's not gay. Okay. Mm -hmm. And we've been friends for a long time. Men know men. True. It's not that men don't trust you. They don't trust him. Right. We trust you, but we don't trust him mm -hmm. because we know his intention. He's friends with you until you decide one day, Hey, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. He would say yes. No, he you would. won't. He would. Okay. No. So that's my point. It's not you. And women have a tendency to think, Oh, you don't trust. No, no, no. I trust you. 
That dude, that was me when I had no skills. I had no game. I had no value. I was hanging out. We're called the outliers. Mm -hmm. We're waiting for our opportunity for Steve to slip up. Right. And, 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 and you call me in the middle of the night, you're at the bar by yourself drinking and you need an emotional friend. Guess what? It's two in the morning. I'm jumping up. I'm meeting you at the bar. Yep. Been there, done that. Right. Yeah. Mm, you're right. Absolutely. Well, I just, I, it's just, I've been around a while. Of course. And, and I've seen it and I'm like, okay. But then as we build, as men build their value, then we, we, we see the red flags. And again, it was, Hey, we've been friends for 10 years. I, I trust you. That right. dude. I see when we're together, I've seen women's guy friends check them out when they walk away. I'm 100%. like, okay, dude. Right. Okay. Um, so, so now you have, do you have a lot of single girlfriends? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why? All my friends are single except for one of them. Why are all your friends single and you're single? What's going on? Talk to me. Well, you said that there's a lot of challenges with men right now. What's yeah. going on? So my friend, Sammy, I mean, she's talking to someone, but she just got out of a really long relationship. So she's not really quite ready to, just to go jump back into something else. Um, my friend, um, she lived in Colorado, just got out of a really toxic, uh, marriage. Um, so it's just, everyone's just kind of solo doling it until someone comes along. Okay. That we just hang out and have a good time. And if guys approach us, we talk, we entertain it. But if we're not good, if I'm not receiving anything that's going to add value to myself, I don't, I don't entertain it for long. Okay. So, so you have five girlfriends and you? Uh, so me and then my two single girlfriends and then my best friend that I've had since I was eight is, has a baby, um, is engaged to an asshole, but we won't talk. Why is he an asshole? Why isn't he an asshole? That's the real question. But see, you're the single friend. Tell, do you tell her that? All the time. She called me on the way over here. She's like, who should claim Asher on the taxes? And I was like, obviously you, because you do more. It was, it's, it's a long thing. And I, nine times out of 10, I just like tune it out because I'm just like, why are, she's coming to me to validate her feelings, to make, to make sure she's, do they live, do they live together? Yes, they do. Okay. I'll have to tell her to come on here. That way you can. So do they, do they share, do they share income? No, they don't share income. They live together, but they live separate. Yep. So that's not. Yeah. I told her that. I told her that. All right. All right. Well, we won't get into your girlfriend's. Challenges. I'll tell her to come on here. All right, good deal. So, so your your Instagram's open. Mm -hmm. You, uh, what if a guy DMs you and says he saw your Instagram and he wants to he wants to talk to you? Cool. So you're open to that, of course. Okay, so you're not standoffish. You just have a resting bee face, is what you said. Yeah, and I'm very particular on who I associate myself with because you're only as good as your peers, and I don't want to associate myself with bad people. Talk about that. Um, like. Back when I was like 2018, 19, I got in this really bad, really, like I smoked pot, uh-huh. I started dating my my pot dealer uh-huh. and kind of just all went downhill from there. Well, sure. It's legal now. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> his, but his income went down. You're like, I ain't interested no, now. It wasn't his income. It was just, you know, it just kept getting, it sent me down the wrong path on a path I never wanted to go down in my life, but shit happens. And I've come back from that. I've. I, if, if it wasn't for my family, I'd probably still be in that situation of being hooked on drugs and scrounging for a fix. What, when you say hooked on, was it? I was hooked on um, coke that was cut with meth, but I didn't know it was cut with meth until after I've done it. I did it. Okay. But, but you, you wouldn't have gotten involved in that if it wasn't for this guy. Yeah. And you chose this guy. Yeah. I did. So you have to do a better job of evaluating yeah. who you decide no, to be 100%. with. No, hundred percent. And that's another thing when it comes to like, I mean, I probably have like 12 DMs right now that I haven't opened because I go to their feed and I try to see what they're about. And it's nine times out of 10, it's just posts from five years ago. Just like, I don't know, you're a different person now. Oh, you mean their posts, their, their pictures aren't updated. Yeah. How are they finding you? Through mutual followers. Mm, okay. See, I don't want something that's going to start off a of social media. I want something organic. That is and, okay. Okay, stop. This is this is the thing. Mom and dad's listening to this. Yeah. That's why they call it social. Oh my god, whatever. No, it's over a phone. I don't want it to be over a phone. I want it to be in person. Like but, but I want to be taking out. That's that's look. I okay. I'm going to give you an example. What if when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. We didn't have all this cool technology. Right. We only knew the girls that were at our high school. 
Or we go to a football. Right, uh, but nine uh, times out of ten, you went after the girls that you knew from your high school. No, 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 no. I didn't want to be around these girls, right? Because you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't shit where you eat. Like, you don't date somebody from work. You don't. You, you've, we've all made that mistake, and we're like, oh, my God. The guy from the gym, right? Right. I've seen that and one. And then you can't go back to the gym, and then, and then he's with the girl, Sally, Lisa, and all the other girls, right? Mm -hmm. so, so if you're on social media, there's no borders and boundaries, mm -hmm. right? I'm not saying get on a dating app. Okay, but you're on one. Which one? Bumble. You're on Bumble. I don't. Know. Nah, hey, it's okay. No, 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 but, but you I just don't. okay. But now you just okay. I'm stop. You, stop. No. You just got caught because no, you said I, when I get bored. When you I just get, said it. Okay, but when I get bored, I'm you're, just like, what's out there? But you like just, when I'm laying down in bed and I'm watching a podcast, I'm just like, oh. Let's but go you on just here. said you wanted to meet people in person, and now you're on Bumble. It's to fill the void, okay? Okay. It's to make it seem like I'm trying. Wouldn't it be better if a guy met you off of Instagram instead of Bumble? He's not on a dating app. Yeah, I guess. There you go. But it's the same thing, though. No, it's not. Think about it. All Instagram needs to add is a dating place, okay. just like Facebook, okay. and it'll be boom, the All same the thing. bar needs to do is be a dating place. Okay. You got a point there. Right? Yeah. Men are men. I met my other half in Tucson. She's in Tucson. Oh you know God. what's in Tucson? tumbleweeds yeah no i've met no wait i'm in seattle she's in tucson had a similar uh instagram like you i started liking her meal prep pictures mm -hmm. she went back and forth back and forth back and forth then she flew up i flew up again then i flew down and her family back and forth then she moved to seattle mm -hmm. four years later we're still together we live in las vegas now mm -hmm. right i tried the dating app but mm -hmm. i kept getting women with, with cats and blue hair <laughs> I'm like, what is going? And the face took up the whole square. I'm like, something's not right here. Right. I got a great personality. And then they'd get a list like this. So your requirements, what are your top five requirements in a guy? We talked a little bit about what's the number one thing you look for. Tell me what the first thing you want from a guy. Is it looks? Is it no? Spark? Okay, but this this is the thing I want to talk to you about that real quick. Okay. So a guy can have a guy can be a ten, right? Ideal, like oh my goodness, all the girls want him, right? He could be a ten. His personality could be a four, and he's unattractive to me. Mm -hmm. where for me your personality can be if i showed you some of the guys i've dated you'd be like why but to me if you have an amazing personality and we vibe really well together i'm more likely to fall in love with you because of your personality and then the, the attraction will come later on i'm gonna say something to this you're young okay mm -hmm. let me tell you something personality don't pay the bills and i understand that but when you get how? old wait, wait, wait hold on when you get older Mm -hmm. Like you're, I'm, I'm gonna talk about mom and dad for a minute. Okay. okay, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna be mad. They've been together how long? Twenty nine years. They've been together thirty years. Mm -hmm. They know they're sitting next to each other. Uh oh, they we're getting called out. Their their chairs are right next to each okay. other in the living room. They know that marriage is about respect, mm -hmm. loyalty, and duty. Yeah, it isn't always about happiness. Right. Mm -hmm. So what what happened with the people in the generation, my generation, their generation, we've saw that the new gen I got to be happy. There's got to be. Uh, and that's the thing about social media is that it sets um, un unreasonable expectations for relationships in, in this generation. You know, you see all these Instagram perfect relationships and everyone wants to go. Nobody had nobody just, has a perfect. Relationship. No, And that's the thing. But we're being told as this younger generation, that's what's on our screen is what is what is considered a perfect relationship. And so when people don't have that with other people, that's when they tend to fall out. You know what? You know what your mom used to watch her mom. They used to watch days of our lives. I they used know. to watch soap operas. Right. Yeah. And then then the, the wife's the mom's thought that that was how a marriage was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and then Hispanic, her, her mom watched novellas. Right. And you're like, mm -hmm. What's going on? What's going on? And then you start watching these reality. Now we have reality TV shows. Oh, I love reality. We didn't TV. have that. They watched. I'm telling you what your mom mom. You want me to tell you what your mom watched? They watched Gilligan's Island. Yep. Right. They watched the Jeffersons. Mm -hmm. They watched All in the Family. Mm -hmm. Okay. I grew up with that stuff. Right. Right. And then you're like, oh, okay. And and I love Lucy. I'm going yep. a little older. Right. Yep. This is the stuff with Scooby Doo. I love it. Right. And now you got these reality shows, and you're like. How do people drive $700,000 cars? Right. Right? And then the young girls see it. How you have a how you have a, a Shelby GT Mustang, one of 12 made, right? I or wish. right? So mm -hmm. so you have to understand that marriage is about duty, responsibility and honor. Your right. your job is to raise children and then leave a legacy. But mm -hmm. you're not always going to be happy. Right. 
So you're not, you said the guy doesn't have to be a 10, but you have to like his personality. Yeah. I respect that. Beyond that, so personality is number one, not looks. Right. What's number two? Height. Six feet. Mm-hmm. Okay, and number three? Comes from a good background. What does that mean? Like, obviously it's very uncommon to find people my age that has parents that are still together. So you, the guy has to come from a nuclear family. No, not no, no, no. But has to have good, has like good, like he was rounded well, like good morals, and he knows how to treat a woman. Because nine, nine, half of these guys out here, dogs. You want a traditional man? Yes. No open door like for you. Blue collar. Mm. No, well he can be white collar traditional. Yeah. Traditional man is a provider protector. Yeah. Open doors, chivalry, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he wants a traditional woman, which you said you'll fit that role, which right. I like. Mm-hmm. That's good, and I understand what you're talking about because I had a guest on here. Uh, shout out to Rico Hundo. Uh, he was on here. He said he will only date women that uh, come from a nuclear family. Yeah, mom see, and dad at home. And but how how old is he? He's 27. See, I feel like, like, yeah, I mean, that's how old my sister is, so. I, I think guess. he's 27, 26, yeah. 27. I hate to cut this off, but can I use the restroom? Absolutely. We'll do a pause for a commercial break. <sighs> What's our commercial? We're live here. Guys, if you're in the chat, we can do super chats if you want. Uh, make sure you like, like, the, like the chats. Get the uh, algorithms up. We're taking a commercial break. Uh, bathroom break. Sponsored by, by the way, am I on video right now, Trey? Yeah, I haven't shut it off. So I have a new product coming out, as a, a new Tropics product that will help you focus. It's it's called HV Alpha. It'll be out at the end of the month. Um, it helps if you have ADHD, if you want to focus, gives you energy, um, if you have anxiety. And this product is it's got a proprietary blend in it, and it should be launching at, launching at the end of the month. It's called HV Alpha. So I'll I'll talk about that more uh, when it comes out, and then uh, I'll have the link in the description box. If you guys have any questions in the super chat, go ahead and uh, ask those questions now uh, while she's on a bathroom break. How organic is Bumble? Yeah, that's a good question, Scott. Not too sure. I've never been on it, but um, yeah, I think I think the problem that a lot of younger people face is that there's too many. Too many, too many people in that generation ha- have so much accessibility to things. Um, we didn't have cell phones, right, in high school. We didn't have, you know, we had pagers that came out. And then when phones came out, they were so expensive, nobody could afford them. We had limitations to who we met. We had to meet people in person. So I think the new thing and challenge that the young generation faces is they want validation they want, uh, they have accessibility to everything, and so they assume that all that accessibility they can obtain. So we're back. Right on. Sorry about that. No, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so what were we talking? We were talking about, oh. Uh, traditional men. Yeah, traditional men. So the good thing is is that you have, you feel that traditional need. You, you're willing to, you, you're willing to, uh fill that traditional role, right? And the thing is, is that that's a good thing that you guys look for. Now, my question is this. This is going to be a tough one for you. Okay, hit me. If your mom and dad don't like the guy, will you still date him? Yep, done it before. Okay. But I will say that if now, being 23, I... Probably wouldn't. Now, back when I was rebellious and a teenager and they didn't like my drug dealer boyfriend, I it, it, it pushed me closer to him and further away from my parents. Um, but I hate having a relationship where it's a constant stress on my relationship with my family. Okay, so I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have a question. So your vertical alignment, not trying to get biblical here. If you, you believe in God, yes or no? I'm don't have to. Is I mean, it, I do, but okay. I don't go to church or study. Oh, no, no, no. I, you're not a Bible thumper. I, I respect that. Right. I believe in God. So God comes first. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you put your husband second. Mm-hmm. Right. Then you put yourself third and then your children. Right. So if your mom see, so this is, this is, not do that. that's why people have challenges because if my mom told me, I don't like who you're with, she's not paying my bills, living my life. 
That person comes before my family because if I marry that person, I'm supposed to leave my family and put that person as a priority. Yeah, in a marriage, but right. not in a relationship. Okay, so here we go. So if, either you're if, there, if, if, if you're in a long-term relationship, you live together. Right. You don't have a contract signed by the government. An LTR. An LTR. Yeah. And and this has happened. I wouldn't mind an LTR. And so, and so, but what I'm saying is, when I when I was looking for a girlfriend, I wanted to make sure she was independent, not because I'm a bad guy, but if her mom said, "Oh, I want you back," or "I don't like this guy," is she going to fold under the pressure? And I'm not going to get your parents, right? And I think they'll respect this. Yeah. But it's like, hey, you're an adult. I can't have every time you have a hiccup, your mom wanting to pull the rug and say I'm a bad oh, guy. No, no, no. My, my, my personally speaking for myself, not other people, my family isn't like my ex, the one that cheated on me and mm -hmm. talked bad poorly to my family, to his family about me. My mom still loves him, you know, but it got to a point where him and I just didn't work together anymore. Sure. My mom's absolutely, there was not one point in our relationship where my mom was like, I don't like him. Right. Because she's seen him for what he was and not his face value. Mm. Do you talk to your parents about problems in your relationship? Yeah. Why? Like when, why? Because yeah. I trust their advice. Okay, but, but what happens is now just what you just said is she didn't, she didn't see him at face value. Mm -hmm. Because she's hearing the negative. Now she knows the good, but mm -hmm. she's hearing the negative. And so I always recommend, this is just me. Yeah, no, I've learned now to keep parents out of relationships. Like, like my mom's like, how you guys doing? Great. Right. Like, and I don't, I don't share a lot with my well, family. This and, is just me. I'm, I'm the lone wolf, the black sheep, right? Yeah. That's the thing though, is that my mom is my best friend. I'm literally her mini me. So he has to compete with mom. Oh yeah. See, this is this. Now I just, I'm not mom. I ain't trying to steal your joy, but <laughs> hear me out. And she'll respect this. You have to have a little bit of a arm's length separation, oh, yeah. right? Because when he goes into this, this covenant with you and you guys have a family, mm -hmm. he wants to have a little bit of distance from mom. Oh, no, I, I'm not, I'm not going to get your parents. Right? right. Okay. I respect, I respect your parents. I've been married 30 freaking years right on. You guys need to have a shot. If you drink, if you don't, um, Oh, they're going to get up right now and go take a shot. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to mom and dad because <laughs> they made it through the thick times, the, oh, the, yeah. the trial times. And they mm -hmm. both know that they've learned how to adapt and they're a good model for you. Oh yeah. Because I'm telling you the problem right now is everybody wants to pull the rug and run yeah. when shit hits a fan. It's fight or fight. And it's like, dude, work through it. I understand, but I'd rather work through it with that person a hundred times and starting over with someone new. Right. And the other thing too, is make sure I tell people this, if you're in an LTR mm -hmm. or you're married, go to counseling before you decide to pull the rug. Of course. You know, Problems because, can always be worked through. And, and then you do, if you do everything you can, then at some point you're like, you know what? But remember, the grass isn't greener all the time. Of course. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. So, so let me ask you this. Yeah. So how come, so my last two relationships I was in, mm -hmm. right? They got the rebound pregnant. Well, Why is that? Because they have sperm and she has an egg. Obviously, no shit. <laughs> and they had unprotected lost. sex. No, but. I mean. <laughs> No shit, but I'm just saying, like, it's not even like six months after. It's like literally a month after. We well, okay, out. okay. First of all, and I don't want to get into your personal, you know, Whatever. birth control, right or not. Mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't like they said, "I'm going to go get a girl pregnant." They didn't say that. They didn't say it, but they thought it. They weren't trying to get a girl pregnant. Mm -hmm. Were they trying to get you pregnant? I mean, you don't have to answer that. No, I'm not going to because okay. my parents are watching. But okay, but but hear me out. It's not like they nobody. Go ahead. But see, my thing is, is that I've had my exes come out and flat out tell me, and I don't know if this is them gaslighting them gaslighting me or whatever. But I find it funny because it's just like, how are you going to make me the reason you got her pregnant? But he, they would literally tell me, well, I knew it was the only way it was going to break the bond between you and me. That's not, that's bullshit. What a shitty fucking excuse. That's bullshit. That's a, that's a, that's a, uh, that is a mechanism they're using to make you feel bad. Exactly. Okay. Here's the, here's I what happened. Tell you to go that's here's what happened. It was a coincidence that both of them got these girls pregnant. Mm -hmm. Okay. So they're out. They're not, there's no condom. She's right. not on birth control. So my follow-up question is, do you think the next guy I get into a relationship with is either going to be the, like, you know how everything happens in threes? I don't know if you believe in that type of thing. My grandmother used to okay. tell me that. Yeah. So everything happens in three. So this has happened to me twice now. So 
does that mean I'm finally going to get my knight in shining armor? Or is it going to mean that we're going to date and then break up and then he's going to get his rebound pregnant? Like, I'm just genuinely curious. I think you need to have something written down on a piece of paper. Literally. This is what I did. Write down the top requirements you need in a relationship. They're Mm -hmm. non-negotiable. The rest of the list is flexible. And off that list, you know, if you have 30 things... You know, you can f- be flexible in some areas, right? Right, But you have to choose better. And this is what I'm telling you. Hear my heart, not my words. Okay. You're better off, mom might not want to hear this, being with a man that's in his late 20s or, or 30, because they're going to be a little bit more stable. They're not going to have the, the time to play Xbox or Sony PlayStation, they're smoke weed, drink wanna, milk. They're not going to want to play the games. Right. B- b- not that they won't, but hear me out. They probably have a, a, a solid career job or business. Mm-hmm. They're working 40, 50 hours a week. Mm-hmm. They might have a condo. Maybe they're they're renting or they're, maybe they're getting a house. Right. They don't have the luxury of, of screwing around as much. Mm-hmm. And and at the same time, they're like, okay, I'm, I want to have a family. And and he's saying at 33 or 35, he's 30. You're, you're 23, you want to say 26. It works out. He's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. I'm 22 years difference. Right. With mine. I didn't plan it. I wasn't like, oh, I want some young hot chick. That was not it. I'm like, right. I ain't dealing with that drama. Right. And and then it was like I had a lot of liabilities, baggage, and, you know, from the older gals. And it wasn't that I wasn't attracted. It just happened. My point is that I think you need to choose and realize, hear, hear what I'm saying. Ninety, I believe 90% of the guys in their 25 and below are going to be a hot mess. And only because they don't. It takes a while. I didn't find myself till I was about 27. Okay. I was in the service, didn't know what I was going to do, dodging bullets in Columbia, doing this, got out, what am I going to do, selling cellular phones, and then I got in the tech space, and then I figured it out, and for the last two decades, I've been in the te- technology space uh, as a consulting firm. But my point is, the older guy, and if you think about it, mm-hmm. when you're 23 and 30, that's a big difference, but as you get older, it's not. Right. He's going to be a little bit more stable. Mm-hmm. He, you're, you're, you're a diamond for him. He's like, Oh my God, look at this little hottie. She's, she's, she wants to go. Oh my God. Like right. I want, I'm right. because he's been with all the floozies. Right. He's been with all the, 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 you know, the girls on IG, like mm-hmm. they've been with all the guys. You just got to choose and you got to understand that don't make it about the age, but make it about the quality character that you mentioned, mm-hmm. the connection, right? He's got some money. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be. Are you with me? Yeah, yeah. Because if you do that, because I guarantee you, 27, 26, 25, and I'm not beating up these guys. Guys, I'm not beating you up, but you know what I'm talking about. They, they're right. still trying to figure it out. And because guys' income comes later in life. Right. Are you with me? Yeah. So I think, it, like, I don't look my age. You look real. You look young. Okay. I don't know how so, you say are. how old I am. I don't care if I expose myself. Like 45? Okay, I'm 53. Oh, wow. I'm older than your mom. Yeah. So my point is this. You look good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I got props. (laughs) But here's my point. Don't make it about the age. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying go with a 53-year-old. But but make it about the quality. Okay. And, you know, if the guy's 30, 31, 32, and he looks like he's 28, but you know what? He's solid. He's stable. Okay. And now he's like, dude, I want to get married and have a family. But all these women, by the time the woman was 30, she's been with 20, 30 dudes. Here's you at 23. And, and I'm, I have this conversation with mom and dad. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, they'd rather see you safe and, and, and protected uh, and, and a provider with a man that's 33, 132 than a guy that's 25 that's going to run you around town. And then he's fucking your neighbor. Not to your neighbor. That'd be really awkward. No, but you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Choose. It's all about choices. You control access to sex. He controls access to marriage. Men are all the ones that always propose. Right. Women are the ones that decide to open their legs, as mm-hmm. crude as that sounds. It's true. So I, what I would say is just be selective. And if guy, smile. I'm just kidding. But there you go. See, there you go. You're at you're at you're at, uh, you're at uh, uh, Smith's, uh-huh. and a guy walks by and smile. Well, no, I do. There you go. I'm not just. Like, <laughs> I do. Right. 
And then and then he's like, hey, I'm so-and-so. Exchange information. Maybe you just right. exchange IG and not phone numbers. I don't right. know if that's the deal. And then the guy is like, oh, he golfs. He's, you know, he looks like he he works, he wears a tie, whatever. Or maybe he's a blue-collar worker. Well, fine. Right. Oh, but he's 31. So what? Right. He's done. He's not look, he he's doesn't He's done going out trying to find n- something else. Not necessarily, but the the probability is that he's it's down a little bit. Right. He's he, uh, out of the party every weekend stage. Because he has a responsibility because mm-hmm. he has to keep his career. He's trying to go to a manager level, maybe a director right. level. Maybe he's trying to be the the the, the uh, foreman of the shop. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you know, you, are you with me? Yeah. So I, I would encourage you to do that. I think you'll be good. Is there any other questions before we end this? Come on. You got to have one more for me. Um. No, no, that's it. Well, that's good. Well, hey, here's what I want to do. I'm going to I'm, I'm starting this thing where I want to bring people back in 90 days. OK, to see what if see anything if there's a change, if anything, I said kind of stuck. Right. Okay. And I don't have all the answers. Okay. I, I go I go based upon people I've talked to, the experiences, the studies, the, the groups I've met with, uh, the books I've read and what I see in life. Mm-hmm. Right. But I always think that some of my advice is really good. Some could be okay. Some no, could be great. It's really good. Um, but what I'd like to do is get you back here in about ninety days and see if we can see what's changed, if anything. Right. And and thanks, mom and dad, for watching. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, thanks again for being on this podcast. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel, like this video, share this video, and make sure you hit the bell, the notification indicator for future videos that we put on the podcast. Stay strong. We'll see you soon.